give us your uh, Gordon Ramsay recipe. Hit us up. Oh, wait, let people know. Yeah. Do I do it in like? Do I try to do it in like Gordon Ramsay accent or? Um, yes. Obviously, with okay. the accent. So obviously, Gordon Ramsay. The young turkey, what you want in North America, it's preferred to get a young turkey. Now, it's a lean, lean bird. And you got to do, what you have to do is you have to protect it with fat. So what we're going to do is we're going to take the butter and we're going to take the, I think I'm terrible, dude. Like, <laughs> I was writing notes, like, I dude. Do, I was I taking down do notes. Accent. I can do an English accent, but something about Gordon Ramsay's particular act. No, I can't do an accent. Well, at least it wasn't. At least it wasn't the freaking cons British accent. Is it? But like, hello, I'm hey. Gordon Ramsay. Hey. <laughs> I'm just hey. saying, dude. That's, I, I never I, said I had a good English accent. Okay. I'm just saying, yeah. Like the English accent is not your. Hello, food. we'll be yeah. cooking some turkey. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. Yeah, dude. Anyways, we're back. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new whoa, whoa. episode of The Beta Report. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. What's up? I am one of your co-hosts. I am the con. We got Jay. Yo, what up? We got Uno. Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? The team is, the team is together again. Back. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, dude. <laughs> I can't do it. You that's do it favorite, right. That's my favorite Chappelle thing, dude, of all time. He has like incredible skits, incredible stand-up uh, performances, but that is by far like when I die, I want everyone in chorus to do that when they're like lowering my body down into like the grave. I just want everyone to be like, like the in memory of me. Dude, the best thing I saw uh, this week is you know, I guess this week everybody's getting their Spotify top songs or whatever. And people are posting it on their stories or whether, you know, the, the songs they've been listening to most in 2020. Mm-hmm. Somebody posted up a meme because it shows up like, you know, what's your top songs? But somebody had a, posted up a meme that said one through five was Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. I was like, yeah, it's dope, Dylan, dude. Dylan, Dylan. A freaking throwback to Chappelle <laughs> show. So that, that was yeah. pretty cool, dude. What's up, guys? How was your Thanksgiving, guys? You guys had a good one? Yeah. That's it. it? Wonderful. Yeah, it was, it was great. It I just wanted great. to sit in that like awkward People. silence for a little bit. I know, man. To acknowledge the fact that 2020 has brought on so many strange and, uh, you know, just uh, out of the ordinary uh, scenarios, things that we typically would experience were just completely like off this year. So like for us, we had to literally split up between like, uh, Christina stayed here with her family and then I went over there with like my family everybody was just kind of like split up to you know just lessen the amount of people who were going to be around each other and yeah so it was just this time around was like very strange and different but I mean it was good nonetheless that's cool we all took care of each other Jeff was straight up, straight up was like, oh we have a, a quarantine curfew and we have to like stay home uh nah I'm just going to travel. All right, I'm look. just going to go everywhere. Look, was I, did I feel awkward about that? Yes. <laughs> I was, uh, okay, look, this was planned a long <laughs> okay, time look. ago. Okay, look, you sound like my students right now, dude. I know. Okay, look, okay, look, 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 look. Linda, Linda, look, this is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude, seriously, I was like, before we were going to take off, because we did go to, we went to San Francisco. We were trading places, you know, with you. 
went to San Francisco and uh, it was, this was like, they had already booked, uh, and they, I mean, my in-laws had booked this this hotel in like a couple months ago. And so we weren't going to go at the last minute. My wife wanted to go with them. So we ended up uh, having to go up there during a freaking pandemic and lockdown. So <laughs> it was, uh, it was not too bad. I mean, we were safe. We were inside. <laughs> This is the freaking Christian Bale moment. All good for you. Exactly. <laughs> it was fun though. We had a good time though. But it was uh, definitely, you know, trying to be careful and stuff, and not trying to spread oh, COVID. Oh, I know, dude. Trust me. I didn't want to be one of those people that are just like whatever out there. But happy wife, happy life. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, I'm kidding. But yeah, uh, oh, but anyways, yeah, we uh, we had a good time. So there it goes. Thanksgiving 2020 was something for sure. But we're in December, guys. That means 2020 is gonna round the, you know, is 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 ending. Um, 2021 is around the corner. Is what I was trying to say. So <laughs> yeah, 2021 is coming up, dude. I mean, like COVID disappears, right? 2021, it's gone. Yo, I mean, according to the dude in, what is it, Venezuela or whatever, he had a conversation with COVID, and he said, like, not in my country. So they're, like, they're good, dude. They're good, right? You can just talk to COVID and just say, don't come into my country. You know, the crazy part is that that we probably won't be back to normal to, like, May or June, July of next year. I mean, we're still going to be wearing masks till, like, then, you know? So it's crazy. That is crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy, dude. So... But we're trying to make the best of it. That's why we're here. We're trying to, I know we've been MIA for a couple of weeks. We've just been uh, um, busy with things. And there's there's this thing called election night. Uh, and uh, that kind of took over the, uh, took over everything, I guess. <laughs> so here we are. So we want to get together, just waste some time with you guys. And uh, we're going to talk about a couple of things out here that's been going on. So we definitely want to... Um, just, just have a good time and just, just, let's just talk, dude. Let's just, let's just talk about what's going on right now. Jay? Let's do it. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Trying to set it up and I'm trying to get you guys hyped up, dude. Uh, just, just get hyped up about what we're gonna talk about. Which is what? I don't know what we're we talking about. Oh yeah, no, for oh seriously, no, I know for 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 reals. Dude, so they just announced. I thought I thought this would be cool to kind of talk about because obviously 2020 has been weird. Even for us as a podcast where we talk about entertainment, there hasn't been movies in the theaters or there haven't been movies coming out. So it's been kind of odd because we, have, we haven't had about like a good movie to talk about. But um, they tried putting movies in the theater. They put Tenet in the theater and that didn't work out too well. Really didn't do much. Um, and so there's been, been the debate of putting stuff on streaming, right? That's what kind of we've done. So they put Mulan... Um, now, what was the movie that started earlier? I think it was Trolls, right? Trolls, yeah. And and I guess it did really well. And then uh, everyone's been kind of reluctant to put it on streaming. So they here and there, they've been putting movies on streaming. Nothing huge, right? But I think one of the biggest movies that they put on streaming was uh, Mulan, which I've always been, I've been of the belief that I mean, during this pandemic, and we want movies, just put it on streaming. I know they're about making money, but I would be, you know, we talked about that, right? I would pay the premium uh, to put to watch it on streaming just because 
Well, I mean, I end up spending a lot if I take my whole family out to the movies. So being at home, then it shouldn't be that bad. So, but they really haven't been putting that that many movies out there in, in on, on on demand or you know VOD whatever. But then today they just announced H um, uh, Warner Brothers announced that every single movie that they have on their 2021 schedule is going to be on HBO Max for the first month of the release. Yee, That's woo. crazy, man. Aha, I win. <laughs> right? <laughs> Dude, yeah, so... The HBO subscription, man, it's looking like good move. Man, you know, and I, and I was kind of like, okay, HBO Max, I guess, because if you have, you know, regular HBO, whatever. But no, HBO Max, I think it's really... Um, it's coming out to be pretty... Uh, pretty good in in terms of the content that it has in it, yeah. and uh, uh, dude, I just watched the um, Fresh Prince reunion, and uh, yeah, that was cool. Dude, it was the pretty cool good. Thing was like seeing like the OG and Viv. I was like, dude, I had no idea. I always remember hearing like, oh, you know, there was like those rumors like, oh, she hated Will Smith, and and that's why she left, and this and that, blah blah blah. But actually, like seeing like her side of it, and I think her being a part of that reunion show was actually pretty cool. The one thing I will say too is the little boy—I forget what his name is—but that you did Nikki? not. Gr- was it Nikki? Was it Nikki? Nikki. I don't know. Yeah, it was the... it was some Nikki? Yeah. But like, like he he did not age well. <laughs> Dude, uh, when I when I saw him in that when I saw him in the thing, I was like, "Oh shoot, what the heck?" Dude, you know what's funny? It's not just you because we were watching that uh, over Thanksgiving weekend too with you know the rest of the family, and they were watching it, and they saw him come out. They're like, "Whoa, what happened?" <laughs> <laughs> like everyone was thrown back. Like, "Oh, dude, that guy did not age well, man." So you're not the only one that thought that too, dude. Yeah, it was, it was pretty dope though. If you guys have a chance, if you guys haven't had a chance to watch it, I would say. Take the time to watch it. Well, here's the best part. All the French Prince episodes are on HBO Max, too. Yeah. Dude. So I went back <laughs> looking at some classic ones. But anyways, what, what I was uh, uh, saying was that all these movies that are supposed to be in uh, 2021 are going to be on HBO, HBO Max for the first month. And then it's going to go on the regular schedule like most movies do, right? They're in the theater. Then they're on, uh, um, what is it? Uh, DVD rental, whatever rental on on some stream platforms, and then it'll be where you could purchase it, you know, later on like a couple months, and then on HBO or those other uh, platforms. But um, yeah, it's gonna be in the first month on HBO Max, and we're talking about big time movies: Godzilla versus Kong, um, what is it, the the new Conjuring sequel, Space Jam, uh, The Suicide Squad. This is James Gunn's Suicide Squad, uh, oh. Dune, which is oh. supposed to be a huge movie too. And it looks um, amazing, yeah. And Matrix yeah. Four is gonna be oh. on. The, that's another big movie too, dude. I didn't realize this. I, they, they, this movie's been like in production forever <laughs> though, because um, I heard about this movie so long ago. It's uh, the Many Saints of New York, uh, Newark, which is the Sopranos prequel. Oh, and that's been in production forever, dude. And it's finally gonna. Be, I didn't even realize it's gonna be out till you know next year already. But anyways, those are those are big movies, man. So I'm. Um, Looking forward to that. I really, really hope that some other, you know, other studios kind of take notice and maybe they'll be doing it. Uh, I don't know. I don't think we talked about talked about it on the show, but Wonder Woman eighty four is going to be, or Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is going to be on Christmas Day available on HBO Max. Yes, another amazing dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so, and we know also that uh, Pixar Soul movie will also be on. Disney Plus available. So that's a big movie also on streaming. 
Um, but I don't think is it premium, Jay? Do you know if that one's gonna be premium? No, or I think I remember reading somewhere that it said it was gonna be just, just available, available for everybody, free. Yeah. So that's See, a I have thing. a question. I have a question. I have a question. Um, who was gonna release Top Gun? What studios does that belong to? Is that Paramount? Isn't it? Yeah. I is that so. Paramount? Does anybody so. have Paramount as a stream exclusive streaming platform? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it, uh, you know, honestly, when I think back at uh, like the positives of 2020, one thing that I can think of is that you know what? In all honesty, when I look at like the lineup for this year, I don't feel like we missed out on much. Like, I don't think there was any. There weren't too many movies that I was excited about, but one that I was excited about was um, Top Gun. And I wish Top Gun was going straight to. Well, I think did we have was the Eternals supposed to be released this year though? Like we we missed out I think on two Marvel movies, and I thought it was Black Widow or the Eternals. Well, Black yeah, wasn't Black Widow supposed to come out? Yeah, Black Widow, and then um, was it the Eternals supposed to be out this year? Yeah, rumors were yeah yeah. So then we missed out on those two movies, and that that was bringing up to my other point was. I mean, Black Widow, I think today, today is the one-year anniversary when we first saw the trailer for Black Widow. No way, dude. Yeah, so we're still not going to see that movie till sometime next year, I guess. But But were we really that excited about it, though? No, yeah, I'm with you. Not really. For Black Widow? Yeah. Dude, I was. I was like... But like like that excited about it, though. I mean... Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I don't know because we're coming on the heels of like Endgame, right? And and so this was going to be like the next like big Marvel movie after that. They have to have enough trust in that movie to know that like you have pretty big shoes to fill. People are coming off of this like emotional, you know, high from watching Endgame. So to say like oh Black Widow's up next, I think I was kind of living into or leaning into the implications of that of like if they had enough faith to put that that one movie after endgame it must be good like we were i'm thinking like captain america level sequel type movies where it's like gonna be on the you know on on the level with like winter soldier or maybe civil war um something like that because those movies by themselves are fantastic they're probably one of some of the better ones in the entire mcu so that's what I was going in thinking of like Black Widow was going to be something like that. So that's why I was looking forward to it because again, I think them having enough faith and confidence in that movie to come after Endgame, I think speaks volumes to how good that movie is going to be. I, I think. Uh, no, um, who shut up. Let's go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was good. No, I, I think that it was, I kind of felt that, like you said, exactly how you said, it's like Endgame, you come out, you, you're on such a high that to go from that to Black Widow would be kind of disappointing, maybe. And so maybe 2020 was sort of a a blessing in disguise to leave some room between Endgame and have build up that hype for, for Black Widow, maybe. I don't know. That's just me. I may be completely wrong. But I, I think maybe that's how, that's why I felt that way, where we're like, man, I don't know, I wasn't too excited about Black Widow. But um, I think what it's, what's kind of now kind of calling my attention to it now is that they're expecting now, or the rumor is now that Florence Pugh, or I don't know how you pronounce her last name, Florence Pugh, uh, the, the new, um, uh, I guess the sister of Black Widow, 
the adopted sister of Black Widow, she's supposed to be taking over the mantle of Black Widow. So that's kind of interesting. So she's going to be like the next phase of Black Widow. Well, I just saw this thing online right now that said that she just got cast in the Hawkeye series. Yeah, dude, that's I wanted to mention that too. The Hawkeye started filming today too for the new Disney yeah, so Plus. I mean, that's pretty dope because we already know one of like the key relationships aside from like maybe Captain America and Iron Man, one of the other things that we always got in a lot of the MCU movies was like the relationship between Hawkeye and Black Widow. So I think it's pretty significant that they're like that they would have the new Black Widow. This is, that's what they're trying to do to appear in something like that, so that she can because we're we're going to have like a new Hawkeye too, right? So, um, Jer- isn't like Jeremy Renner going to like pass down his like the you know the name and and all that stuff to? I don't know if it's his daughter in this case, but um, and it's going to be like a younger female character. What's her highly Haley Steinfeld. I was going to care Harvey Stein- Seinfeld. <laughs> Harvey Seinfeld. Uh, <laughs> Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Yeah, so even then, like, to have that sort of relationship or bond being created between, like, two strong female characters, I think would be pretty dope. That's awesome, uh, dude. And you know what? Haley Steinfeld is, is really, really good, dude. I think she's a really good actress. I think she did. She makes, she elevates uh, Bumblebee, too, man. She The parts that she does that with that movie, I think is what sort of, um, makes that movie good too is is her and and her her character. So I think having her in that um, Hawkeye series is like a really good play from MCU. So from Marvel. So I'm I'm, uh, I'm excited about that. So but so I'm hoping that this move by Warner Brothers pushes other theaters to other movie studios to do something similar to start releasing some of these movies because who knows how this pandemic is going to shape up and how you know the way it's going now i mean obviously unfortunately they're not good the numbers aren't good right now um and we're hoping that you know winter is not as bad as they're saying it's going to be but if we look into next year as to how this is going to affect these movies i mean it probably be we were just saying this before it won't be probably till june or july till we see some normalcy right so some you know people start going to the movies and stuff like that so i don't know man it's like next year we have so many we just it's not just the the black widow movie but we have the eternals movie we have uh, and i'm talking just strictly mcu the eternals movie we also have um these shang chi shang chi is supposed to come out next year as well yeah exactly and then these other movies are filming dr strange will be filming uh, Spider-Man 3 is supposed to be wrapping up sometime next year, too. So, yeah, it's crazy. You know, I just hope that maybe we could get some more movies coming out soon, too. The other one that's really, like, um, um, I was really looking forward to, and who knows when it's going to come out, is uh, is the uh, James Bond movie. Was it Good Time to Die? Or was it? No Good Time uh, to Die? No? I, I can't no Time to Die? No Time to Die? Is that what it is? It's Something like that. So I was looking forward to that one because that movie looks great too, man. So yeah, no time today. No time today. Yeah. So I was hoping to see that movie. So I'm, I'm hoping other theaters kind of or other studios kind of take a look at this and hopefully it works and and we'll be seeing other movies too. So dude, the the other day I had like this um uh like this sort of um you know uh, post apocalyptic type of like epiphany that kind of struck me. We were going through uh, our cabinets here or like from our dressers and stuff. And we found an AMC gift card for like 
25 bucks or something like that and we were just like talking uh with my brother-in-law i was like dude this is crazy to see like this is in a sense like money it's like currency or whatever but it has like no value like it's just crazy to think that like this thing that we could have used to like buy things really like doesn't you can't really use it like there's no way of you actually like accessing the money or the value that that thing had so it was like almost like scary dude it was like trippy like dude it's gonna be like when like we can't use money anymore no one cares <laughs> about money and like you're just gonna have piles of it like in those cartoons where you see like people having like carts full of like money and like you can't buy anything with it because no one really cares about it we're gonna have to be like trading free and like uh like cat uh cat oil and um <laughs> What is it like in the book of Eli when they're doing crazy stuff like that? What is the Flintstones are clams? <laughs> so trading clams and stuff. Dude, clams uh, is to like clean your butt, dude. From, uh, that's right. Demolition man. Demolition man. The three clams. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> no, but yeah, that was that was crazy though, dude. Just thinking like, how is this going to really like affect theaters in the long run, bro? Like, the you know theaters have been around for you know. I don't know how many years, you know, like, and now are they coming to an end? Like, are we going to see, is, will Hazel grow up in an, in an age where like theaters aren't really a thing anymore? Or like, how does that, like, how does her movie going experience change and all these, like, how do they recover from this dude? Like that just seems like pretty insane. I don't know, dude. I mean, we knew the streaming was the way of the future, right? Because it's been, you know, it's been there. The writing was the on the wall. Right the future. Wave of the future. Yeah. Wave of the future. Wave of the future. And we see it with all these, man, all these subscription, you know, um, subscription, uh, um, what would you call it? Streaming platforms, right? Hulu and uh, YouTube TV and um, what is this? Netflix and all these. And then CBS starts getting their own. Peacock. I don't have the Peacock. Do you have the Peacock? None of you guys have the Peacock? No. Like, is that what? how they're marketing it? That's what it's called, Peacock. It's like the worst oh, thing. That's what you get. Yeah, like Peacock TV. Yeah, 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 it's like the worst name ever. No, but, that gets blocked. That gets blocked on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, I'm wondering if at this point we knew that the movies were going to be, um, you know, moving to that, but maybe this just kind of accelerated that. Well, you know, at some maybe I don't know. Who knows? They're going to have to do something because. I mean, if this isn't going to be back to normal till sometime next year, how do, how do the movie theaters survive? I and mean, I have the same question as you do. It's like, I don't know how it's going to work. Dude, the crazy thing, too, is like the last time that we went to the theater, like, um, everything was, like, automated, too. So, like, you know, there, were, there weren't really that many people working, like, taking, like, where you can buy tickets. There was more kiosks for you to do it on your own than for you to actually, like, walk up and buy a ticket. Like, when, like, concession stuff, it was all, like, digital screens there. So there are people still, like, serving the food, but you didn't actually talk to anybody to get... Like, so even in that sense, too, like, it's just crazy that that was all transforming itself to be, like, this, like, self-sustaining, like, thing that didn't really rely on people anymore. It's just, like, you can go in there and it's a completely, like, virtual digital experience now. Um, so I wonder how like that will kind of like change too, and maybe they will go to a point where like they really won't have anyone working in the theater anymore, and it'll all just be some kind of like automated experience and stuff. But um, I don't know; it's crazy, dude. 
Yeah, it's totally way um, of the future. Way of the future. <laughs> way of the future. Yeah, it's it's just it's gonna be something uh, totally different, I guess, in the future to see how the you know the world will be without any movie theaters. I mean, there's gonna be some type of entertainment, obviously, but without, I mean, who knows how the movie theaters are gonna survive this, dude? It's gonna be crazy. Well, gonna have to wait and see. Let's we'll wait and see what happens. But um, you know what's crazy is like I always had like dreams and like fantasies of like owning my own theater. I was like, oh, dude, if I were to have a business, like, dude, the movie theater just seems like dope. Like you would just go and like you know have people come and enjoy movies and do all this stuff, bro. I'm so glad I didn't invest in anything like that because I would have freaking died. I would have been drowning. Well, this this buy one now though. Yeah, that's true. You buy one now. <laughs> that's true. And it would just be like me and Hazel watching movies all day. The thing is that... Try, go ahead. I've been trying to like jump in on this awesome conversation just to say like I think um, something that'll rescue like theaters is uh, I think eventually somebody like Amazon, like Facebook, like Google, like might come in and buy like an AMC, might come in and buy like Cinemark or whatever. I think it, it, it was in, in like the works already. But I think something like that can come in and rescue theaters so we don't have to lose them um, forever, so to speak. And I think they could just kind of like maybe adapt it in different ways to, to just make it more profitable and just to make it more um, relevant to the future, you know? That's the Yeah, yeah. I hope so because I, I still enjoy watching movies in the theater, you know? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to lose that experience. I don't think... I don't want like I I don't think like future generations should lose out on that experience like the experience of getting together and watching a movie with people like it's a it's a it's a cool unifying like thing that we do you know yeah especially for these um you know when we're talking about um you know MCU movies but I think a lot of people were anticipating watching Wonder Woman you know together and I think those are those like comic book movies were becoming like real like social events like social gathering events where people like-minded people will go together and like uh they're almost like mini like conventions right like these smaller like comic cons that you would be able to go to and it was everyone who kind of feels and and talks and thinks like you we're all gathering together and like experiencing a movie and and those were those are some of like the best experience that i've ever had going to a movie is like watching uh you know like an mcu movie or whatever with everyone we would watch endgame together or even like star wars yeah. too like just hearing everyone's reaction to things hearing like the people cheer yeah. clap uh gasp or whatever like all those things just make the they're memorable and it makes experience so much better i just think that I like, mean, future generations might not have that is kind of like sad dude <laughs> like, yeah, think about yeah. It. i mean when you go back and think like just recently right these avenger movies um, especially like Endgame, watching it in movie theaters was an experience. You know, it was an event. You know, and and part of the experience for me at least was listening to the crowd's reaction to some of these, you know, scenes in the yeah. movie or whatever. Which just was, there was nothing like it, man. The 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 energy that you get from these movies were amazing. So, yeah, it'd, it'd be sad if we we lose that in the future. Um, and I hope we don't. So. Here's hoping that uh, we could still get that say, experience. 
I was going to say, because I thought of this cool little metaphor as we were talking about it. You know that feeling you get when you're watching this obscure TV show and then you meet someone else who's watching that same TV show? You know that little feeling like, oh, like, oh, we're yeah. in it together. Like, I think that like movie theaters like do that and, and, like in person, you know, like in, on a massive scale. It's like, um, you know, these like, you know, we're talking about MCU, which is very much like mainstream, like cool culture, but it wasn't like that. Like us who cared about Marvel and watch comic books, we were like dorks, we were geeks, we were this little community. And um, these like uh, these movies gave us kind of like um, like a centerpiece to come come around, right? Just like you know that feeling. Like, are you watching you know Yellow B? Yeah, I'm watching Yellow B T. Oh, we both love this show. Like that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I, like I said, I ho- I'm hoping that it doesn't go away and we could you know enjoy movies in the theater again. Dude, too, but you know what's what's interesting too is that one of the things that uh, I think. Disney is doing this and I don't know if Netflix is doing it too, but they have like that, like watch together feature. Oh yeah. Um, you can yeah. like watch with like other people. So I wonder if that's something that'll become like, they're going to push that a lot too. Like say for example, like you're talking sure. about like Facebook and Google, whoever, like taking over some of these theaters where they're going to be like, you can still have that same experience where you can, I don't know, somehow some way funnel in like, people's reactions we can still kind of like communicate with each other as you're watching the movie um you know like a i don't know a dual screen thing like on your phone or something as you're watching i don't know something like that it already happens like with like with like social media lives right like people can react live like maybe like that's kind of something that we can see you know eventually in movies that they're trying to integrate like and we're seeing it now with watch parties right Bro, yeah. that's what's gonna happen. Do like freaking Oculus. I can see it now. They're gonna like buy, you know, some type of like movie theater chain, and they're just gonna say like, yeah, you can still go to the theater. Literally, just put your Oculus thing on. It looks like you're sitting there, and you get to like see other people who are maybe like there with you and stuff. Yeah, that would be. Gonna... That'd be pretty awesome. Because they're already doing that this? with like with like sports events, right? Like, I think the NBA was doing something like that, where you can sit like courtside with your like Oculus thing and. Uh, it makes it feel like you're on the court. I was like, dude, that's pretty dope. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. So who dude, knows? Yeah, was, what's up? We need to like sell this episode to Tesla, to Google, or something because I feel like there's like brilliant ideas going on right here. <laughs> I know we're like thinking, uh, you know, how how could these companies buy them so and if make it viable? Facebook and we acquire AMC along with. Uh, you know, <laughs> I was gonna say like in a couple of months you're just gonna we're gonna have an episode where we're all just like face palming for like like two hours straight just like dang 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 <laughs> the beta <laughs> effect like takes place like 2024 like this Facebook theaters yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> Google no. Google cinemas uh no. dude all right let's talk about I know we've talked a lot about this but th- we have to talk about this particular episode from The Mandalorian, guys, really, it was so awesome to see probably one of the most beloved characters in recent uh, history for Star Wars, uh, specifically the Clone Wars and Rebels. There you go. Go ahead, dude. We're giving you the background music. Go thank ahead, you. Keep okay, thank you. That we finally got to see the live action version of Osoka Tano, guys. Yep, and 
Got to see Rosario Dawson playing this character too. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, we got to see freaking, oh, we got to see freaking Gunger. Oh no, that's not, that's a different guy. Uh, freaking Grogu, dude. Grogu. Uh, okay, by the way, guys, the I know it's been a week. All right, so uh, spoilers, of course, if you haven't. Been oh, this point, bro, if you guys haven't seen oh, this movie, oops. like, forget you. All right, spoilers, spoilers. So we gotta do, uh, we we do gotta mention this. Baby Yoda, who some people don't like him being called Baby Yoda because he's not Yoda, or the child, now is officially Grogu. That's his name, Grogu. Grogu. What do you guys think about the name? Um, <laughs> I, I, dude, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not I, a. I don't um, dig it. I don't dig it's it. Just, it's not it's, cute. It's yes, nothing the name I would put to the creature. Like exactly. The creature, like, if they were like Google Key, I'd be like, oh yeah, totally. He looks like a Google Key, you know? <laughs> or like that's like know, if Google somebody. Key. I hope you guys don't have uh, a, a no, a little baby named Bernice. But it's like a baby. Someone showing you, say, hey, look there, that's my daughter Bernice. Doesn't go with a baby name, you know? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm just saying. I hope nobody's named Bernice. Bernice. But but of it's all names. Kind of the same thing, right? Or or uh, what is another? Well, anyways, but Lemuel. Lemuel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. It's just weird. It, like, I, you know, um, Uno hit it right the nail right in the head. Dude. It's not cute. So you look at Baby Yoda, and he's like, I mean, Grogu. It's just come on, man. Yeah. Can, can we think of something a bit more? Uh, I don't know, cuter. <laughs> Know, yeah, it's just it's it's just too like harsh, and it like sits too like even something like Yoda, right? Like <laughs> there is something like, and I don't know if it's just because we're influenced by the history of it, but like when you say Yoda, it at least kind of like flows like rolls off the tongue. It's like easy to say, but Grogu is so like, eh, like it makes it just kind of like hey, Grogu, like Jimmy, like Jimmy Fallon, like. You think yeah. like something they find in your engine? Oh, sorry, ma'am. You have like you have a really bad case of Grogu in your radiator. <laughs> no, dude. No. It's like an STD, like straight up. <laughs> like that is like, oh, I'm sorry. You just came down with the worst case of Grogu I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> exactly. Like, we're not gonna. It's just it's not gonna stop dripping. It is just you. You are going to have to change that. Uh, you know that. Uh, you have to clean. You have to clean. Yeah, you're gonna have to clean that up like every thirty minutes. Um, yeah, it's just not a good. It's just not a good name. Yeah, it, it's uh, it was it was kind of weird that that's the name that decided to <laughs> to go with. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> no, yeah, it's just Grogu. Grogu. Yeah. Grogu. It sounds like uh, freaking Gollum, dude. Like Gollum. Grogu. Grogu. Yeah. Grogu. Yeah. All right, so uh, the other big part of that episode, obviously, well, there was a couple of things. Before you continue, it oh, was super cute. Like, every time he would say the name, though, and he would kind of, like, turn, and, like, he was always like, oh, like. Oh, that's me. Uh, the fact that there was, like, he was acknowledging the fact that they were calling his name out, and that was, like, pretty cute. That, that, that was the best part of the fact that his name was Grogu, that yeah, he exactly. would respond to it. Um, the other thing was, of course, Ahsoka Tano in, in real life, dude. It's like. In live action, I should say, and and it was Rosario Dawson playing that that character. Man, I, I there were a lot of little things about that that I really really liked, dude. The cloak that she's wearing, it's the same kind of cloak she's wearing in in the in uh, in in the finale of Rebels. So it was like, yeah, it's kind of kind of continuing the fact that 
that's the same character, dude. It, it, it was awesome to see her wield the both the double lightsabers, dude. That's pretty awesome, dude. And those hilts, you could buy those hilts over at Disney, dude. Damn. Oh my gosh. You can, dude. <laughs> I need to get those oh. hilts now. It's like Disney knows what they're doing. Oh, people could go buy these right now. But um, yeah. Yeah, dude, that, that, uh, it, it was, you know, but we were kind of, the last episode that we had, we were kind of dissecting when we thought that this was going to happen. And it was pretty evident that they were going to save it for, you know, the Dave Filoni directed, Dave Filoni written episode. And the fact that it fell on like Thanksgiving weekend was also just like perfect positioning for them. But it was like, this was like perfect, like Dave Filoni level, like character, like development or whatever. Like he just, he knows his character and he just does like, just such a perfect job characterizing Ahsoka Tano. Like this is, uh, it, it seriously is probably one of the best characters that's come out of Star Wars since like Darth Vader, maybe. Like this is probably one of like the most iconic characters I think that wasn't in a movie, but has probably made one of like the bigger like impacts in all of Star Wars. This is, I honestly think that like Ahsoka Tana is like bigger than Rey, even though she starred in like three movies, you know, as like the lead character. Um, you know, any of the other like spin-off movies or whatever, I think she is probably one of the more memorable and probably one of the more important characters that we've had. And just seeing her in live action, I think was like Rosario Dawson dude is Obviously, like I was telling you guys before, there's there is no way that they're not gonna do a spin-off show. They're not gonna get an a, an actress of Rosario Dawson's like Caliber. talent and level, like just star power, and not give her more opportunities to play this character. Cause she played it like perfectly, dude. It was awesome. Like she was just she like just commands so much power and she kind of has like that, like um how would you even characterize it like that kind of wounded wisdom i guess like you can kind of tell that she's kind of gone through a lot and, and uh you know like we know that ahsoka has so at this point right like ahsoka's not a jedi anymore she doesn't consider herself a jedi um well uh, she had that white light, she had the white sabers dude yeah, she kind of carries that. Dude, I was going to tell you guys, one of the, my favorite things about this whole episode was the sound of her freaking lightsabers, dude. It has, like, that, that like, um, like that, like, oscillating sound where it's just kind of, you can kind of hear the, like, the energy kind of coursing through, like, the lightsabers. Oh, she's just so freaking dope. Um, I loved it, dude. And so, I, again, I, I feel like this was just a setup, like, a, a just testing the waters, I think, but I think they already knew that they were going to do a spin-off show with her. They they just have to, dude. I'm not going to be surprised when they like announce this for like 2021, 2022 or whatever that she's going to get her own show. And I think Thrawn too, like that name drop too, is probably going to be more of a main villain for her show than it is for the Mandalorian. Um to be honest. Yeah, that's the the other point that they made uh that was a huge part of the the show was the name drop of Thrawn. You know, and I think uh, what you were saying too was that it, it's it's amazing to see that she's a, a character that's so like really beloved in the Star Wars community that it was a character that's never been in a movie before. It's all been through the animated series, and people just love this character. And I think 
she's gone through like a lot of development from Clone Wars to Rebels, and that's I think that's the the experience that she's gone through. I think that's why people love that character a lot, um, and the way it was written. Because Dave Filoni, dude, Dave Filoni loves. You could tell he's a guy who loves Star Wars and takes so much care with it, it with the story and the characters and everything. That you know, he's a perfect person to have directed that episode, but also person to kind of help show run um, the Mandalorian because with him and John Favreau together, they they've just been hitting the Mandalorian out of the park, man. So it's been except for their one misstep is Grogu, dude. But other than that, they've been like they've been killing it, bro. Yeah, I don't. It out. I don't like it, but there must be something to it. Maybe there's a, a reason for it. So I'm just gonna trust them, and uh, they haven't let us down yet. So I'm just gonna go with it. No, I'm just gonna go with it. So you're right, though. I think Ahsoka Tano might be the spinoff later. I mean, I don't know. That's I would definitely watch that show. <laughs> It doesn't take much for us to watch a Star Wars show, but if it's Ahsoka Tano and her own adventures, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. That would be yeah, pretty good. They've already... Uh, oh, no, go ahead, dude. No, and it would be an interesting world that she could bring us into because it's not a world that we're familiar with, right? Like, that's the gap where... Um, that's the gap between, like, the prequels and, like, the original trilogy, Right. That's that gap of like uh, post um, Return of the Jedi, right? Like that's the world that she exists in, and that would be like something like we've always had these like questions about, and we didn't get get answered. Like next thing you know, it's like we meet our characters when they've lived through that phase. So it would be cool for them to use Ahsoka to tell that aspect of the story. And the cool thing too is that like you know they have that Obi Wan Kenobi show coming out too, um, uh, which will kind of like answer those questions of like oh what happened after like order 66 or whatever like what did a jedi do after that but i think it's like even more interesting because you know obi-wan never stopped being a jedi but like ahsoka did so her adventures and the things that she goes through are probably going to be like really different than whatever obi-wan was going through during that time too, here's so. something else i liked about that and you just kind of opened it and you reminded me right now about it is that they Establish the fact that there's other Jedi's out there yeah. that got out, that that escaped or that were hidden through Order sixty six. Because she said it that there's very few of them. There's some that got out. So that to me, I think, has not been talked about a lot. I mean, I've seen people, you know, I've seen the articles that talk about this episode. But one thing I don't think they really mentioned or kind of missed is is the fact that they established that there are other Jedi or at least Force sensitive either Jedis or children that are out there that that we might see in other episodes. At least explain, right? Because if you would see another Jedi right now, you'd be like, oh, wait, I thought they were all dead or whatever. But at least you kind of open the door to have other Jedis uh, pop up in maybe other shows or in her show or somewhere else. So I thought that was pretty awesome. And I mean, just the possibilities to open up to meet other new characters could be endless here. So... That's so what awesome. do you guys? So now that you've kind of hit on that, who do you guys think she, or not that like she was referring to uh, there, but like who do you think is going to reach out? Like I uh, was going to say, um, and you opened the door for me to chime in with what I was going to say previously. But um, so I think the um, I don't think the the Jedi is going to be Mace Windu, but I really. But what I wanted to say is like, hey. We didn't see him die, though. 
I'm just that's saying. That's what I was going to say. Is, I was going to say it's like with this uh, whole like, you know, introducing the Ahsoka story, introducing the Obi-Wan story. We're living in the Mandalorian story right now. I'm really looking forward to finally having what happened to Mace Windu question answered. Yo, purple lightsaber, baby. Purple. That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. <laughs> but anyway, going back, I got a feeling it might be like Ezra. That's that's my feeling too. Yeah, I was kind of I was kind of going. I was gonna say like, oh yeah, maybe it'll be Ezra, but I feel like um, that'd be like too cute. You know what I mean? Like it'd be like, oh, let's have like all the like rebels characters come together because they already mentioned Thrawn. So obviously there's going to be Ezra. Uh, there's going to be some uh, Ezra mention or maybe like, but I would think that that'd probably be more in like the Ahsoka. Uh, spinoff if they were to do that so um, I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's going to be Ezra uh, honestly I don't know I don't know who who it could be I've seen that actually I've seen that theory uh, get thrown out though the Mace Windu one that's why I mentioned like that they didn't see him die and they say that it could be him because I guess Samuel Jackson has expressed like interest in wanting to come back to play that character um, but he would be so, like super old, though, wouldn't he? He'd be really old. I don't know. If he's yeah. not human, right? Like he's a like human, but maybe his race of like his species <laughs> in in <laughs> like the Star Wars uni- universe is different. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't age. Freaking Grogu is fifty years old, and that was still a baby. So he could also be like some sort of like android humanoid mixture, like a la a la Darth Vader. I know is that his um, lightsaber is unique from all the other lightsabers because his actually has bass in it. <laughs> Did you ever notice that? I'm, I just noticed that everyone's lightsaber sounds really like, like really loud, right? But when you hear uh, when you hear Mace Windows, that was that thing has bass, dude. <laughs> Is that even Mace Windows lightsaber, dude? It's uh, his blade color, the purple one. <laughs> so that's that's why it makes the okay, okay. The thing makes Got all it. the different sounds for you know the different colors. But yeah, it's a, awesome. it's funny. It Anyways. doesn't oscillate. Good work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no oscillating energy. There you go. Through it. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, so but, go ahead. So go ahead. No, there was also this other thing that I read <laughs> that uh, you know when um, Yoda says like, no, there is another that they're speculating that he was talking about Grogu and not Leia in that in that scenario. Yeah, that's pushing. You know, there's like much. a lot of like retconning. There's like because at that point they were saying that like they already knew that that um you know Leia what like existed or whatever, that Leia was around and they would obviously would have felt her forced presence. Um but uh, yeah, I also thought it was like, yeah, I guess it's kind of like a reach, but it doesn't really help us in this case because it doesn't. <laughs> you really... Imagine the movie with a gun like that. He's like, there is another. And then Luke's like, my sister? He's like, no, dummy, my grandson. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? Sister? Oh, um, yeah, no, uh, I think uh, having that door open, as we were mentioned, might open up the door to having Ezra being the. The, the teacher. So that's I'm I'm kind of hoping it's Ezra. Like who else would be? Um, you know what's? It's not out of the. I feel like it's not out of the question for um, Ahsoka to take him on as a as a Padawan either. 
Well, she said no already, so unless. But you know, yeah. Like, unless there's like, something. You know, I'm just saying, like it's a story. All, honestly, like all freaking Jedi like masters always say no. Like no one actually that, takes on a student. Every that is true. Time. You're right. Like, You're right, dude. Obi Wan is like, like like begrudgingly, dude. Like, uh, okay, I'll do it. Yeah, dude. No one actually like like willingly takes on a student. Everyone's always like, bro, bro you're too old. Or like, bro, like you're too powerful or whatever. You're too, too scared. Fe- you're too scared. Yeah, there's too much fear in you. Yeah, dude. It's probably yeah, so more than likely it's probably gonna it probably might revert back to like Ahsoka in some way. Um but do another thing before we kind of like move on to something else is uh you know that the magistrate was uh Bruce Lee's granddaughter? Goddaughter. Yeah. Uh, Goddaughter is what it was? Yeah. It's crazy, dude. I just saw that. Um, I was like, what the heck? That that Bruce Lee made it into Star Wars, dude. In some way. In some way. (laughs) In some indirect way. From a certain point of view. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Exactly. All right, guys. Now it's time to go into our... I feel like there's so much that we can still say about <laughs> The Mandalorian. Do you want to? What else? Oh, what you... Go for it, man. Go for it. I just thought dude, that was it. Guys. Bro, this is your show, dude. Wait, wait. Actually, let me just throw this out there. If... Do you want to see Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian? Yes or no? Mm. <laughs> it's great content to think about. All of our listeners right now are just like... I don't... <clears throat> How would and you, do you like? How would you do it though? The idea. Let me make the let, let me make the idea sweeter. With Sebastian Stan, <laughs> I've seen that. I know. I, yeah. You know, I was like, "Where'd you get?" Because I saw those pictures on Twitter that people were putting up uh, a picture of uh, Sebastian Stan as a young Luke, uh, yeah, yeah, and with the Mandalorian poster. I guess is that the one you saw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that too. Uh, yeah, I don't. I think it would be cool, but at the same time, like. Having someone else play him would be kind of weird, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, we, you know, you can't have Luke play him anymore, but. Well, maybe if he signs <clears throat> off on, like, yeah, go ahead, do the whole, what we did in. Um... Rogue One? No, 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 not Rogue One. Well, yeah, Rogue One, but also um, Rise of Skywalker. Remember when him and Leia? That's oh, him? yeah, yeah. Making him look at You could be him. like, hey, take a story. Go ahead. Sign yeah, off. yeah, I guess. There's that possibility. Yeah, okay. But anyway, I don't think um, it's going to be Luke. I, I would like to see maybe, like, um, some of these other characters that had supposedly been supposedly been canon, like the Kyle... No, not Kyle Kutcher. What's his name? Cal Kestis, which is, like, a character from the, from, from the video game. From oh, the video game? Yeah. yeah. Um, he was a really good character, so having him come out would be kind of cool. So who knows? Dude, that'd be wild if they do like if they were to connect because video games are like canon too, right? Like they could yeah, this one is like canon. Yeah. So mm-hmm. something like that would actually be pretty dope, dude. Because then it would just kind of connect all of these different like mediums and stuff. And now you have like this whole web of things that you kind of have to invest in in order to understand like who who's who and what's what and all that. So I think that would that's actually a really good idea, and it also gives you an opportunity to introduce another cute character. Because, you know, Star Wars is all about introducing the cute characters, dude. And everyone keeps talking about the little freaking robot that uh, he has as, like, a little buddy that kind of, like, hangs onto, like, his back or whatever. So just imagine having, like, 
you know, freaking Baby Yoda and that little robot interacting with one another. It's like gold, dude. So actually, now that you mentioned that, I might put my stock into something like that. Only because, like, the merchandising stuff on that would be wild. And the guy who plays Cal Kestis in the video game, he does TV. He was um, the, uh, the Joker in uh, the Gotham series. Was he, like, on Shameless, too, or one of those uh, shows? Maybe. Uh, not Shameless. Was it, like, Six Feet Under? Or... I don't know he what he was. Like one of those, like, shows. But, yeah, he's yeah. been around. Like, you know, I know he's done, like, yeah. a lot of other... Yeah, so he's done TV before. So he's, he's, he's you know, familiar with that. So that would be kind of cool. But you, you're right, though. That little robot, him interacting with little Baby Yoda or Grogu, I guess I'm, we should no, be No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to call him Grogu, dude. I'm just going to continue to call Stick him with Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. I just can't. Um, dude, one of the things that we didn't really talk about either, because I know we're we're just kind of going off on this Mandalorian rant. Um, but the the uh, previous episode, the the one directed by Carl Weathers, I think for me has been one of like my favorite episodes of like the entire series. To be honest with you, because that one was so like it was so like action packed from like beginning to end. Uh, you know. There was like so many like memorable things happening when when the like speeders jump off of the side of the like the little ledge the cliff and mm-hmm. they're going down the cliff and they're just like you know they bump into rocks or blowing up and doing all this stuff like that whole chase sequence was freaking amazing um you know just uh all the uh the the stealthy stuff that they did inside of like the base and everything about that episode was like super cool dude I really liked that one so the best give Carl Weathers a chance to like direct another episode or direct something else I think would be pretty awesome absolutely the best part of that episode and the best Baby Yoda thing ever to happen that in, in this whole season one and season two was him raising his hands like he's riding a roller coaster <laughs> do you remember that. I remember him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what are you talking about? He throws up. He throws up like it's all the blue stuff. Right right before he throws up, though, and he's flying in the air, and he's like raising his hands, pretty much going, eh, you know, like kind of enjoying the ride or whatever. That was the best part ever, dude. I love that. That was pretty dope. Do you know they're selling those freaking macaroons for like 50 bucks? That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Because they're freaking blue macaroons. Like, (laughs) are you going to pay 50 bucks for that crap? That's wild. That's pretty wild, dude. That is crazy. All right, we done with the Mandalorian? Is there something else you wanna you wanna talk about? Um, we good. I think they could probably do a Cara Dune spinoff too if they want to. I I feel like they were kind of I wouldn't say like hinting at that, but I feel like you know them them giving her like that little badge thing to like join the fight or whatever. I thought it was like an interesting move of like can we see her branching off and doing things on her own outside of just this world, this like isolated. Thing in the Mandalorian, um, and I think Gina Carano can do it. I think she can kind of like pull it off. She's not like the best actress in the world, but um, you know, I think if you just put her in like straight on, like action type of stuff, she do she do pretty good. Um, I don't know. I, I I just thought that it was like interesting that they would I, make that move. I thought that was of, yeah. It just kind of seemed like they were alluding to things like to future things i thought that was, there was, it was more of a setup for the new republic as opposed or, to more for her you know what i mean to have yeah. more of a presence in the in the show this is the second time we're seeing that x-wing pilot um they're like officers i guess you know sort of um in, in the episode so I, I thought it was more of a setup to have the new republic be more prominent in the mandalorian so who knows we'll wait and see 
Um, did you call it? Did you guys? Am I remembering this correctly? Didn't you want you guys call him Porky in a previous episode? <laughs> yes, that was Jay. <laughs> Sweet and sour Porkins. <laughs> call him Porkins. Porkins. Sweet and sour Porkins. Sweet and sour Porkins, dude. <laughs> that's pretty hilarious, dude. That's who. That's who he is. No, you know what tripped me out is like we were watching the episode with Christina, and she watches a show called uh, Kim's Convenience. I don't know if you guys see. It. I think it's on Netflix. Um, Simu, he plays, Simu Lee, he's in that. Yeah, he plays. Uh, yeah, he's gonna be freaking Shang Chi. Yeah. Um, but uh, this guy plays like the, 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 the father, or the, or is he the dad or something like that? The one owns the he, convenience store, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was. I honestly like. I I didn't really. I thought that that's really that was the way he really talked. Like I didn't know that he spoke that good English. Like his English was that good. <laughs> So when I saw him, that's why I didn't really recognize him at first. But then after she was like, hey, it's that guy. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, he speaks really well. Like, he speaks really well. Uh, so he did a good job in both in both cases, I guess. Playing a, <laughs> a Korean uh Convenience store owner? Yeah. <laughs> and being a freaking New Republic officer. Porkins. So good job to that guy. Sweet and sour Porkins. Sweet and sour Porkins. All right, guys. It's time for a pick of the week. Pick of the week! This is where we pick any show or movie that we recommend for you guys to go out and watch. Uh, It could be in anything, streaming, movie, whatever. Most everything can be streaming, I guess, right? So uh, we're going to give you guys our recommendations recommendations for the week. We start off with Jay. Jay, do you have a pick of the week? Yeah, dude. Um, So I don't know if you guys have watched this. Uh, I think it's been out for a while, but I just got like clued into it and I binged it and I loved it was the Queen's Gambit. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Dude, that's uh, the it's hottest thing right now, dude. Dude, it is it is uh really it, good. It's it's remarkable when someone can make chess that exciting, dude. And it is like you're seriously like I'm no joke. I was like at the edge of my seat like, oh dude, is the rook gonna take the Queen Bishop five? Like oh my gosh, it's like <laughs> what's the, they're doubling up on the pawns. Like what's gonna happen here? Like I think they made chess like very accessible and exciting and um uh Anya Taylor Joy or whatever her name is uh is like she's amazing dude I think I'm gonna I'm I will use my even though she's already been in a lot of stuff but I will use my beta report effect on Anya Taylor Joy I think she is going to like this is going to allow her to like break out even more and we're just gonna like see her in like way 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 more stuff after this because she just she's like she's amazing dude like she was just really good in this and she does a really good job of like not only playing the like uh uh like uh, I don't know what's the word like, um, because she's not she's because she's awkward, but I think because she's so brilliant, it's like she's kind of like bored with everyone. Um, like she's very aloof. I think this is a word. So I think she did that like really well, but she also like played the character like very vulnerable and stuff too. Uh, so she just did like a really good job. That show is amazing. So if you guys haven't seen it, uh, I know it's like about chess, but trust me that that kind of like washes over you because of like everything else that's kind of going on in the show. So watch it. It's amazing. Dude, it's been getting it's a Netflix. lot. It's been getting a lot of attention with a lot of high-profile celebrities really pushing it, saying it's really good. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm with uh, uh, with Jay on this. Queen Gambit is something you got to watch. And Anna Jay, Anna Taylor Joy, a joy to watch. Uh, oh, see what I, uh, I do there? See what I, I made up funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
So go and check that out. It's on Netflix, right? And uh, Queen's yeah, Gambit. And the only the, the crappy thing is a limited series, so it's not going to like have a season two. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but Sometimes it's like a perfectly like it's a it's like a well told story where it's like has a perfect like beginning, middle, and end, and it's just you. You don't really need like a continuation to it. Like the way it ends is like perfect. So sometimes that's better though to have a, a limited series though. Yep. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's better to tell a, a, a contained story and not having to, you know, you know, live out its um, it, it, yeah, just you know having other episodes that just will dilute what they originally wanted. So a limited series is not bad, but. Uh, Uno. Godless, that was another amazing uh, yeah, series. For sure. Uno. Um, I was I was gonna say that um exact same thing. Like sometimes like the a limited series is just a better approach rather than like being on season seven and making things up, right? Um but speaking of limited Walking series, Dead, we're talking my- we're looking at you. Seriously. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, okay, so my pick of the week, a limited series also. Um have you ever seen a scene that was so powerful? You knew you were going to remember it forever. Like it just embeds itself in its brain. Well, this series did that to me when I saw Hugh Grant's smile. And I saw like this super ultra close-up of his like dirty yellow teeth. And then his like, <laughs> his like scruffy like beard and mustache and just like old skin <laughs> beaten by the sun so <laughs> i'm talking about the undoing so the undoing stars nicole kitman and hugh grant and it uh it's on hbo max hbo max dude for the win win Killing it, bro. Killing um, it. <clears throat> but um the undoing is like a really great story um, really great performances, and it's one of those um, it's a, one of those uh, like true crime kind of stories that we all are big fans of right now. True crime is like so hot right now. It's like oh, so hot. Um, so, but yeah, so the Undoing, HBO Max, starring Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant, and his terrible smile. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, I have a uh, pick which is on Netflix. It's a series that uh, we've seen other, you know, this type of uh, this type of series. And this one is called um, The Holiday Movies That Made Us. And uh, we've oh, seen... watching it. Yeah, we've seen this series before. <laughs> is that your Hugh Grant teeth? Uh, the prior series, well, actually started with The Toys That Made Us, right? Freaking Uno. Get your face out of the camera. Uh... <laughs> The uh, series before it started out with the toys that made us, and it's sort of like a you know how the toys got you know the concept and how the, it was made and whatever, and then they shifted over to the movies that made us, which talked about some classic movies like Die Hard, um, uh, um, what is it, Home Alone was another one that was in there, and then now I guess based on the holidays right now they they're talking about the holiday movies that made us, and it's weird because it's only two episodes <laughs> in this. Uh, season if you want to call it or this collection and it's um elf and a nightmare before christmas and it's so awesome to hear how the movie got made the little background stories uh how people were not really believing um that uh elf would be a good movie and we all know elf is freaking classic right it's a classic holiday movie 
you sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> like you got so many lines in that movie. So it, it's awesome to, uh, what is it? you smell like beef and cheese. <laughs> Will Ferrell is awesome in this movie. And so they didn't believe in Will Ferrell, but it, just little things that <laughs> I you just remember. He'd like, run to, congratulations, you did it. You did it. You have the world's greatest cup of coffee. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fantastic. He's, he's, he's uh, pretty awesome in that. So, uh, so yeah, so um, it's pretty awesome to see some of the background stories on this. It's only two episodes. You really will enjoy it to watch Elf. I think you probably get an appreciation when you watch uh, Elf, and you're going to be watching it, I'm assuming, sometime before now and Christmas. So um, check that out. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. So there you have it, guys. Jay's recommending Queen's can Gambit on Netflix. Uh, hold on, let me just recap real quick. Uh, yeah. Uno on HBO Max is uh, recommending The Undoing. And uh, I'm recommending the holiday movies that made us on Netflix. Go and check that out. Jay, you gonna say something? Yeah, can I throw one one more recommendation out there really quick? Go for it. Uh, and this one is is honorable uh, mention. This one is dedicated to all my students who, who are listening right now. I want to recommend La Rosa de Guadalupe. If you guys haven't seen that freaking mess on YouTube or anywhere else where you can find that show, watch it. It is by far one of the best shows, things, pieces of entertainment that you will ever watch in your life. La Rosa de Guadalupe. It is amazing. And this goes out to Chad Morales porque, o sea, es que tu papi, él te compró ese programa y, o sea, él te quiere ver en ese programa y tú sabes que como te llamas Chad Morales, eres el más guapo, eres el mejor uh, estudiante que ha tenido en, en toda la escuela de La Rosa de Guadalupe. <laughs> just, just in case, Chad, if you're listening, that, that's dedicated to you, my guy. La, why it. does that sound familiar? I guess it's not on Netflix. I thought it was something... Something like that. Well, it must be something else. I'm going to have to ask Claudia about it. She was watching something in Spanish, too. But I thought that's what it was called. Uh, but I guess it's not. There's one that she was watching because it, it was a trip. But anyways. Uh, well, there you have it. That was an honorable mention for Jade's class. That's right. La Rosa Looking de Guadalupe. all of them. I don't know where you can find it, but look for it. It's on YouTube, dude. Oh, YouTube. It's Sorry. YouTube. How about YouTube? All right, everybody, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Beto Report. We appreciate that uh, you guys were here with us. Uh, Jay, anything uh, anything to remind the people? Uh, just one small little thing that we want to go ahead and remind you of. It is leave us those five-star reviews or else we're going to send freaking Grogu to go and get you and puke blue uh, macaroon stuff all over your face if you don't go and give us that five-star review. We're going to have the freaking Queen's Gambit all over, like all in your bed. It's going to be one of those things where like you're going to lay down and there's going to be chest pieces in your pillow if you don't give us the freaking five-star review. It's going to be so uncomfortable. You're going to have like a rook in your nose and like your freaking queen all up in your eyelid and stuff. So if you don't want to feel that pain, if you don't want to have a freaking blue puke all over you, just leave us five-star reviews. That's literally all you have to do. Go to, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, go to Spotify, anywhere that you guys listen to this podcast and leave us a five-star review. We will accept nothing less. That's all we need. There you go. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jay. Check it out. 
check out all the social media at the beta report uh you can check it out on instagram on facebook on twitter that we don't use we're all on there so check us out and don't forget to go to the website you can check out all our prior episodes at the beta report.com no not at sorry the beta report.com and uh we hope you guys join us next week for another new episode for the beta <laughs> <laughs> what happened, dude? What happened? I totally, I totally you just literally there, right at the I, freaking end. I totally just wow. like, like wow. had a had a. What would you call like a breakdown right there, man? Sorry about that. Are you okay? You know what? This is just, this is like a sign, dude, because you guys both forgot to mention Selena. Oh, sorry, <laughs> guys. <laughs> This week, Friday, we're gonna have the Selena TV show uh, with um, that girl from uh, The Walking Dead. I forgot her name, Christina Serratos, who uh, was actually on The Walking Dead, and she'll be playing the titular character. Who <laughs> doesn't have a problem with that, dude? Like, it's just like constantly like, wait, what are you talking about? Well, what do you have to say about this freaking Selena show, dude? Look, it's gonna be on tomorrow. Be- Check it out. I don't know if it's gonna be good. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. As long as we see the washing machine at some point in the free uh, in the show, like we're we're good, dude. There it is. I don't even care about the quality of it. Just <laughs> give me a good washer machine and I'm fine. There it is. That's all you need. All right, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Until next week, this is the con. This is Jay. This is Uno. And this is the beta report. Until next week. See you later. Bye. Bye.